Welcome to Victory Church of His Presence Sermon of the Week. Enjoy this new message from Pastor Brian Gibbs. Tonight, um, I just, as they come, I want you to welcome them and then just open your heart and receive. And uh, they're just going to let the river flow out of their spirit tonight. There's going to be powerful, powerful words. So, Bobby, are you going to come first? I want you to welcome Bobby Samuel tonight. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, when I speak at work, no one ever stands up and claps. So I'm the opening act, so I'm going to tell like a bunch of quick jokes and get off the stage right away. Right away. So um, I bring you greetings from Indiana, Bloomington, Indiana, from Atlanta, Georgia, and then now since 2019. Uh, the Bay Area in California. God's taken us on a whirlwind, just whirlwind. And in fact, when I was here in February 2019, we talked, and then in March of 2019, I was offered a job from to move from Atlanta to the Bay Area. Never in the, my wildest dreams would I have imagined that. If you will stay close to God and just listen, no idea, no idea what's possible. Um, he wants to make the impossible happen. And so I only have one message ever, ever. It is always worship, word, and prayer. Give it all up, lay it all down, hand it all over. It's the simplest message. Oh, and sometimes fasting. My least favorite, but also quite important. <laughs> and I believe that you need to be brilliant at the basics. A lot of people try a lot of the fancy stuff. Just be brilliant at the fundamental basics and then build off of that. Never stop building the fundamental basics. So I'm going to divide this into three sections. First section, if you have your Bible, Psalms 100. Let's flip to that. And then if the video people, if you're able to, you don't have to. It's not a requirement. You will not be penalized for it. If you're able to put it up on the screen, and you get to choose whatever version you want. Choose whatever version. So Psalms 100, it's just, it's basic if I boil it down for you. It's, this is how to praise. It's an exhortation, say, come on in, let's do this, let's do this. An exhortation to praise. So make a joyful shout to the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. This is an important verse. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. And the one I want to park on here, enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name for the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting and his truth endures to all generations. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Just like put a pin on that. I'm going to read another verse all the way in James in part two. And we're going to draw a line and connect them. So James chapter three. And I only want to read 
one verse here. Verse 17. But the wisdom, James chapter 3, verse 17. But the wisdom that is from above is first, Victoria, pure. And then peaceable, gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy and good fruits without partiality and without hypocrisy. So just put that, mark that. And we're going to start back at this verse. We're going to end up here. So you can flip back and forth if you want to. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving, with praise. That's how you come in. Enter into his gates. When you come in, praise. Praise gets you to the gates. And then when you go in, you go in with thanksgiving. Brian was saying this earlier. There's all sorts of ways to approach God, but he just gives you the principle or the formula right here. Just praise. The moment you praise is the moment he shows up. It's, it's just that. It's like right when it's on your lips, he shows up. But I want to caveat this or categorize how to approach him. It's not a formula. It's a principle. When you approach him, don't approach him because of what you need him to do. He, he is the answer. He is the door. He's got everything you've ever wanted, dreamed, desired, everything you've ever wanted. But don't approach him because that's what he has. That's called seeking his hands. And Kathy was reading about seeking his face. So when you approach him, just praise him because of who he was, who he is, and who is to come. He is the Alpha, the Omega. And so when you approach him, approach him with a wonder. So you could be facing losing your job today. You could be facing because of the stance that you have taken exile. You could be facing ridicule. You could be facing, I don't know how to make the next payment. You could be facing all sorts of things, but just approach him with a wonder of God. Man, you created the heavens and the earth. And when you do that, when you do that, you create a doorway because it says gates. Go sit at his gates. Just park yourself there. For the rest of your life, park yourself at the portal to heaven and live there. Because guess what? He's going to come. At some point, you're going to go to the holies of holies. You're going to go in. At some point, he's going to walk through. At some point, it's better to be at his gates for one day than a thousand elsewhere. So just put yourself at his gates for the rest of your life. For the very last breath that you have, put yourself at his gate no matter what. Then you are a portal. Mark talked about this earlier today, just so we don't know that there's no copyright in the kingdom. You are then a portal. Take that portal into the marketplace. Take it into Starbucks. Take it into Five Guys. Take Take that portal wherever you go, that authentic moment of worship and adoration of who Heavenly Father is. Carry him there. Could be into that, for me, 
the next meeting where someone is going to just rip you to shreds for the budget that you've put together, (laughs) for an idea or a concept that you have, it doesn't matter. Take him right in. The thing is, you can't help by, by, you, you will be affected. You cannot be unaffected if you come near him. You will be impacted if you come next close to Father. It's impossible to not be changed. So I'm not asking you to fix everything. No, just come as authentic as you are. Whether you know him today as your savior for 50 years or you just haven't met him yet and you're gonna meet him today, just come that way. That's all he wants and he will change you. It'll happen. So you do that. Now let's go to James uh, chapter 3, verse 17. Remember that. So why all of that? Because that's the foundation. That's like the basic piece. If you do nothing else and you don't remember anything else I say, drop everything else. Remember that. I am a portal to heaven when I worship. Authentically. Honestly. And with who I am in that moment. Not out of fear. Not out of just dire, dire need. Not out of revenge or spite. But because... He is Lord. Then you have authentic wisdom from above. And right before that verse, it talks about what inauthentic wisdom is. Tori and I were talking today. This world is hungry for something authentic. They're looking everywhere. And those of you that have been close to Father, you know the moment someone opens their mouth, is that authentic? Or you turn it off. Or you move on. But most of this world has no idea. They're like, oh, that sounds good. That sounds good, and then they're let down. Oh, that sounds good, and then they're let down. You have the opportunity to bring wisdom from above. That's authentic. So let's draw that line and connect it. And so here's why that's important. Because we owe, this is part number three. One, two, this is part number three. We have a responsibility to illustrate the mind and the heart of our Father. So remember, point number one is the most important. Hold on to that one because it's foundational. The next point is people are seeking authentic wisdom from above. Three is you have a responsibility to bring that into your marketplace, into every interaction you have. People are looking Their earth is full of problems. You see the way the education system is, the way politics are, the way that the medical system is. You see this turmoil and and the pandemic is just like, put it into a pressure cooker and we're all sitting and I don't care what side you're on. You're on heaven's side. I don't care what you believe. You're on heaven's side. And your job is to bring heavenly answers to earthly problems. Before every earthly problem ever existed, father was like, yeah, I already have an answer. I got it. He's looking for those that are sitting at the portal, waiting and saying authentically, father, you are the one who was, who is, and is to come. So Sarasota, victory, creativity is yours. Authentic creativity So we'll get into this in just a second. But those of you that are in medicine, those of you that are in construction, 
Authentic creativity is yours. You are going to solve problems that you have no idea how to solve. Nobody knows how to solve. You're going to solve it just by like angling a bracket a certain way. Just be like, oh, I just did it. You're going to solve things that are just crazy. Those of you that are running businesses or entrepreneurs, you're going to come up with ideas. You already have things, but it's going to be authentic. I'm speaking that. I'm tired of people that have a chip on their shoulder that are creating things, looking to take advantage of the weak. Sarasota Victory. You are a movement that is birthing authentic creativity in the marketplace. You are not only birthing art that people will stop and stare at for 30 minutes, unsure of why it's captured their attention. You are writing songs. You are writing policy. You are changing government. You are changing the way that medical practices work. You are changing the way that businesses are set up. Sarasota Victory. You are changing the way this world works because he's given you creativity, efficiency, and wisdom from above. Just a moment, say, take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. Like Ivan Tate says, I'll receive that for myself. I receive it for myself. And it's really important that what we do in here fills the streets out there. So it's one thing to come together and to sing blessing and honor and glory and power and to be on our knees in here. Take that portal and go sit in your classroom. Go sit in your marriage, in your household, on the bus, in the grocery store, and just take it. The city, this land, this nation can be changed. So what I wanna do is I wanna take that. Those are parts one, two, and three. Very simple, fundamental. You wanna talk more, happy to chat with you. It's my basic message. What I wanna do is to do a practical application. I want you to do like a Sunday school thing where you just close your eyes and forget about the person next to you. Forget about everyone around you. Just close your eyes, it's just you and Father. I'm gonna ask Cody if you'll just lead us And we're just going to sing for just a moment. And this doesn't always have to be worship, but this is just a moment of practice. Practice just this moment here and then revisit it all the time for the rest of your life. When you're excited, when you're scared, when you're lonely, when you're surrounded, revisit it. Make this your home. Like Moses said in the Psalms, for generations, You have been our home. Oh, bless the Lord, oh, my soul, bless the Lord. Bless the Oh, bless the Lord, 
before the Lord. We worship you, Lord. We worship you, Jesus. We worship you, Jesus. Just lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. to release something over the house and over the region. There's a corporate mantle that God is releasing that He is doing. He's taking individuals and He is uniting together in this moment a corporate mantle. place of worship and stay in that place of 
adoration. Just keep your eyes closed, your hands before the Lord. I believe the Lord wants to release something prophetically. The whole time praying about coming up here, I kept hearing the Lord say, exponential increase in harvest. Exponential increase in harvest. Exponential increase in harvest. It is your time. It's my time, says the Lord. And I believe the Lord wants to release something tonight prophetically. I'm going to do a few things, but I want us to not be spectators. I want us to be participants in what the Lord is doing. I believe there's a corporate mantle that the Lord is releasing over victory. I believe there's a corporate mantle that the Lord is releasing over the body of Messiah right now. It's harvest time. There's great increase. And the Father is releasing His mantle and His anointing on His body for the harvest. When we were in worship, when we were in worship, I saw Holy Spirit. And He came in from the, the east. And he came over Sarasota. And I saw Sarasota as a harvest field. And I saw the wheat just gliding, gliding and gliding. Every time he would brood. Holy wind and fire. And then, right about the time we were calling in for the kingdom to come. I saw Jesus. I saw him step down and I saw him and in his hand he had a clock and he said, do you know what time it is? Do you perceive the hour you live in? Do you know what I'm doing? And do you perceive what my spirit is speaking to my church, my bride, my called out ones. He said, do you know what time it is? Are you gripped? Are you gripped in your spirit with the urgency of the hour that is at hand and that is before you?
Are you gripped with what my heart is gripped with? And are your eyes set where my eyes are set on the harvest field? He said, Sarasota, it's your time for harvest. It's your time. And it's my time, meaning your time. And it's time for harvest. And I saw the Lord as he walked. And he he came down. And he put his feet down. I saw walls of resistance. I grew up here. I know Sarasota. I saw walls of resistance immediately drop all around him. Dropped to the ground as he walked. And I heard the Spirit of the Lord say, It will resist no more, for it's my time for Sarasota. It's my time. And habitation is now. You know, there are times in history and you can go throughout the bible and you can see where abraham he was he was planning to leave but then he left there was a moment you can see throughout time where there were encounters the angel visited mary And she said, yes. Joseph. And he said, yes. And there are transition points throughout Scripture where things shift and new momentum begins. It's something transitions and something new begins. Something takes place Israel becoming a nation in a day. God going, revealing and pulling back a veil. And the Lord says to Sarasota, He says to victory, He says to the body of Christ in this region, you are in that moment. Momentum has begun. Exponential increase has come. My spirit is shifting for you what seemed like was impossible to happen. An increase in resources, increase in people, increase in harvest, increase in everything that you need will now begin to come in. New networking connections. I'll release it in a minute, but I have a... The Lord gave me something for the Kleins, and I want to release that in a little bit. The Lord says that there are new connections, there are new things, there are new networking, there's new things that God is setting up 
for this hour because something has changed. He has changed it. You must grasp that in your spirit. It is a corporate mantle. It is a mantle on this region for awakening to the glory of the Lord. I feel His presence. You're entering into a new place, says the Lord. You are entering into a new place. Go ahead and sing that out. Receive it. Receive from the Lord a corporate mantle to bring the glory of the Lord to habitate to be a place of habitation for the glory of the Lord. Praise the Lord. Yeah, go ahead and sing that for a little bit more. Praise the Lord, oh my soul. Praise the Lord. Just keep singing it. Isaiah 54. Just let that melody continue to resound in your heart. Resound out of your spirit, man. The Lord is speaking this over this region. This region has been barren. This region has had difficulty. This region has seen resistance. But the Lord says, Sing, O barren one who did not bear. Break forth into singing and cry aloud. You who have not been in labor, for the children of the desolate one will be more than the children of her who is married, says the Lord. Enlarge the place of your tent and let the curtains of your habitations be stretched out. Do not hold back. Lengthen your cords and strengthen your stakes. For you will spread abroad to the right and to the left. And your offspring will possess the nations and will people the desolate cities. And I say to you, fear not. <laughs> fear not. For you will not be ashamed. Be not confounded. For you will not be disgraced. For you will forget the shame of your youth and the reproach of your widowhood. You will remember no more. For Sarasota, your maker, is your husband. The Lord of hosts is his name. 
The Holy One of Israel is your Redeemer. The Lord says over victory, over Sarasota, I have marked you. I have marked you. It is my good pleasure. I have marked you for habitation. I have marked you for awakening. I have marked you for glory. And I say to you, you're going from stalemate to checkmate. You're going from stalemate to checkmate. And I say to you that there is a move at hand. There is a move at hand. And that speaks to multiple levels. Multiple levels in the natural and in the spirit. And I declare it into the atmosphere. There is a move at hand. There is a move of the Spirit of the Lord right now at hand. There is a move. Yeah, there's a move at hand. Yeah. Stretch out your tent pegs. Extend your cords. For I am extending your capacity. Get your silos ready, because here comes the harvest. Prepare yourself. Prepare, 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 prepare your house. Prepare this region in intercession. Let Holy Spirit grip you. Just lay your hand on your belly. Release. Holy Spirit, release. Release. The cry of the Father's heart. Release. The burden of the Lord of the harvest who looked out upon the multitudes and was moved with compassion. Let your spirit man be impacted by Holy Spirit right now. For intercession, be gripped by what grips his heart. The hour we live in, it's so easy to be distracted. It's so easy to be caught up in the things of this world, cares and worries of life. In things that are not reality. A virtual reality. Things that appear to be something that they're not. Even in the church. And the Lord says, I am releasing the authentic, the real manifestation of my presence. Steward it. I trust you to steward it. And the Spirit of the Lord says, I trust you to steward it steward it well a place of intercession and worship and in the holy in the holy in the holy the Lord says I am establishing my reality I am establishing my reality I am establishing my reality in your city. 
I am establishing a place of habitation with a corporate body who will steward well. I heard the Spirit of the Lord say, your time of great increase is here. It has begun. It is time for exponential growth. It has begun. Get that in your spirit. It's not, it's not months and months down the line. It has begun. The Lord is changing mindset. The Lord is changing the way you perceive and you think. Even in this moment, Holy Spirit is shifting things. Yeah. I'm starting to fill the silos for increase. Because great increase and harvest are here. I saw an hourglass over you, and I heard the ticking of a clock, and I heard the Lord say, I am releasing in your midst the urgency of the hour that you live in. I've called you to release that into this region and into the nation. I am aligning Sarasota's mindset to the mindset of my word and my kingdom. So she will thrive for my kingdom in this hour. Yeah. I'm positioning you for harvest, exponential growth, and increase. Know that he's anointing you for this hour to shine, like he said in Isaiah 60. Even though there's great darkness, and they're still shaking ahead, they're still sifting ahead. There's still a lot of things ahead. It will not touch us. Hear that. Believe that. Receive that. By faith, it is not going to touch you. For we're to shine with the glory of the Lord. In Isaiah 60 there where it says, Arise and shine. What it means in Hebrew is get up, arise, get up, and shine. That word means be set on fire. I say to you, allow Holy Spirit to set you on fire. ignite afresh in you pour into you fresh oil and fresh anointing and ignite you in intercession in worship and then be gripped in that place with the heart of Messiah and go out into the harvest field and do the exploits that he said we could do Though the world's spinning in chaos and in continued shaking, know that the hand of the Lord, I'm not just talking, 
The Lord's speaking to you. Know that my hand is upon you. Know that my heart is in you. And rejoice, for I am with you. I kept hearing the voice of the Lord repeat, Victory, Sarasota. I have positioned you for harvest. Exponential growth and great kingdom increase. I have positioned you for increase in my presence, increase in my glory, increase in resources. Grab this with your spirit. Increase in people. It's going to happen fast. Increase in growth. Increase in discipleship. I see a lot of classes. Increase in outreach. A lot of outreach. You know, there's one thing I did see the Lord that's going to be unique in outreach. I saw indigenous people groups. And I saw teams being assembled. And I believe that there's people that have a burden for the indigenous people groups of this area. And I see uh, teams going to Indian reservations. I saw that clear. And I saw them go in and begin to minister. And I saw the Spirit of the Lord come with such power and deliverance. So, Father, however that's going to manifest, I bless that. Increase in outreach. Increased in harvest. Because it's all about the harvest. God's concerned with people. God's concerned with the heart of men. The Lord says, I'm bringing in the harvest you've cried out for. I know I can entrust you with the move of my spirit. Brian and Bren, if you'll, Pastor Brian and Bren, if you'll come up here. Felt like the Lord said, uh, put this in your hands. Yeah, that's fine. The Lord says, I'm dropping a plumb line over Sarasota. I'm dropping my plumb line and my standard over my church. And I know that you receive this with humility. And the Lord says that I am aligning my church in this region with my standard. And there's great shaking and there's great tumult. But I say that you in this house be a house of healing and a house that raises up my standard. And many leaders will come. They already are. But there will be more from this region and from the nation that have gone through great devastation. And they'll find restoration and healing. And they'll find my presence, says the Lord. And I will bring many and I am dropping my plumb line and my standard. For I say, 
change is here. Church will not go the way it used to in this region. My shaking has hit this region. I'm uncovering. And at the same time I'm shaking, I'm healing, and I'm setting free, and I'm delivering from religious systems and things that didn't work. Methods of man. And I say that I drop my plumb line in this city. And I say new, new networking. Those who have longed and desired for habitation in this region, I say line up now and come into play and come into place. And I say those who are wounded, be healed, be set free, find your joy in his presence. Be restored in this house. And then bring new life again to the body of Messiah. And love on the sheep. Love on the bride. And I say, I put in your hands, if you guys would put your hands together there. The plumb line and the standard. And you'll steward it well. And the people that I have with you will steward it well. Thank you. And I say thank you. says, you know, we were prophesying over Cody about a corporate mantle to bring the body. And I saw you, and I saw Jesus standing behind you. And I saw his eyes, and they would look, and they'd find the one. And your eyes would go right with Jesus's. And there was an anointing on you to find the one, even in worship. And I see these songs of deliverance that will come. And it may not even be for the whole body. It'll be for the one. And it'll, in a moment, set people free. There's a corporate anointing, but also there was, I saw, it was like when Jesus looked out on the multitudes and he would walk by people, he knew their secrets, he knew everything about them. And I heard the Lord whispering in your ear, Suicide, depression, drug addiction, abuse. They're in pain. They're hurting. And he'd give you a scripture or a song. And you'll just release it out in a moment of just great exaltation of corporate worship. And then boom. So don't find it strange when the Lord gives you something. And he'll make a way for it to be delivered. Father, I bless that in Sandra. 
bless that in her. In Jesus' name. And then the Kleins, I, I, um, what did I do? The Lord had a word for you. I was praying for you earlier today. <clears throat> and I saw you guys. And I saw all around you just lightning. Just <laughs> all around you. And you were having a great time. You, it wasn't anything unfamiliar to you. You guys were just enjoying it. And you would reach up in these bolts of lightning and you'd grab them and you'd pull them and you'd stick them here and you'd stick them here and you'd put them in a packet and you'd stick them here and you knew where they were supposed to go. And I heard the Lord say, and I find it interesting what you shared just a little bit. I heard the Lord say, I'm transitioning you and I'm opening up new doors for you. I'm opening up new connections and new networks and I'm releasing to you some words and some of them were really, really, really long and they're going to shift new regions that I'm bringing you into. And I saw new territories. I don't know if you've ever been to these places, but I saw, I heard the Nordic region. And I heard the Lord say, Norway, Iceland, and I heard Scandinavian countries up in the cold, you know, up that area. And I, <laughs> and I, heard, <laughs> I, I heard the Lord say, I'm opening up doors for you, and I'm going to bring you into new places and establish new relationships for you in those regions and in those territories. And I saw, um, uh, I, I saw you, like, come up. Russ, I saw you come up out of, like, it was, it was interesting how you came up. You came up out of like a fjord, but you were in this whole bodysuit, and you were in this deep, deep, deep place in the waters of the Lord. And the shores were expectant, and they were excited, and they were, you know, we can't wait till they come, you know, uh, to come and minister. I'm not saying you're moving there. It's not, not what I'm saying. I, I just saw ministry, you know, Lord bringing you into new uh, places of ministry there. And... Uh, when you came out, I heard, here comes the man from the deep. Here comes the people of the deep. And I heard like, uh, it was kind of a funny play. The Lord said, here comes Jacques Cousteau, the guy who brings the discoveries of the deep, the hidden things. And the Lord says, I'm opening up doors and I'm even going to increase. I see a great exponential increase in financial blessing to you for the ministry. And the Lord says that that even even recently you've been in a bit of a hidden place, but now I am now moving you forward into a new place, even of of advancement. And I'm opening up doors and even where there seems to be difficulty with COVID restrictions and those things, I will get you in uniquely and surprise you. And I saw a manifestation of very unique miracles, signs and wonders, even at the border, even coming in, even there. I saw the Lord doing various things to open up avenues for you to be able to come in, out and come in and out and go to and fro. 
Father, I bless them and I say, let the increase manifest. Let the, let the finances and everything that's needed, let it begin to pour out upon them. Father, I thank you for your glory. I thank you for your presence upon them. I thank you for the deep places of your spirit that they know very well. The Lord says it's time, it's time, it's time, it's time for great breakthrough and shifting. For there's a word, a sure word I've put in your spirit, a sure word I've put in your mouth for this season. Yeah. A sure word for this season. Yeah. Here comes the man of the deep, deep places of my heart. The family that knows the ebbs and flows of the currents of the blood flow of my heart and my spirit. I've marked them with compassion compassion for the nations for the peoples of the earth and I'm opening doors that COVID can't keep shut that man can't keep shut and I am joyfully pushing you Lord keeps telling me to tell people that and declare over them that they're getting younger. He told me, he told me, son, come into agreement with me and declare this over my family. And so I'm going to do it again. Oh, you're getting younger. You're getting younger. <laughs> You're getting younger, sprouting new feathers, sprouting new feathers. But those that wait upon the Lord, they'll renew their strength. They'll mount up with wings of eagles, and they'll run and not grow weary. They'll walk and not faint. So, Lord, I declare your eagles are getting younger. Lord, so many decades of powerful ministry in the nation so many decades but now they're getting younger and their strength is being renewed you're being nourished you're being nourished you're getting younger your body your mind you're being quickened and the and the financial prosperity is going to put a new skip in your step you're going to see god's kiss it's so good you're getting younger. Sing it with me, church, over them. You're getting younger. Declare it over. You're getting younger. You're getting younger. 
Father, I thank you for the great wisdom and integrity and holiness on this family. And we bless them in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. There's just one more thing that I wanted to share that I felt like the Lord said to declare. You all know it, but he said to declare it because it's establishing. There's things being established in the heavens. There's a governmental mantle over this church. There's a governmental mantle. And I see governmental officials coming in. I know that there are uh, things that are already taking place, things that are happening, but there's increase in that because the Lord wants his voice heard in government. And there's a governmental, governmental mantle on this house that's not just for Brian and Bren, it's for the house. There's a governmental mantle in intercession. There's a governmental mantle even in worship where the Lord's going to say, shift, let this bill fall to the ground and come to nothing. And you'll see it. And it'll be in the news. And I'm not saying it high and lofty. I'm saying it because it's what's real. It's what God's going to do. It's real. The trips to D.C., the trips to Tallahassee, the trips to governmental cities, they will continue and they'll increase. The Lord will give sharp focus and precision. And I want to encourage you, be, be engaged, be involved in intercession for the region, for, for the nation. The nation is at a tipping point. The nation is in tumultuous times. Listen, I can't even begin to go there. But you've got to know. You're holy. And I see, I see teams. I know there have been some, but I see more. Uh, I see teams going into hot spots, things that are going to be shaking here in the near future and bringing the kingdom in the presence. Worship, intercession, healing teams, evangelism teams, ministry teams to minister to the broken and hurting people and the spirit of the Lord says don't be afraid of their faces I'll shift their heart because you have my presence don't be afraid of their face don't be afraid of their jeering my heart and my presence will change their heart know and go in assurance and I see a lot of Compassion ministries birthed out of this house going out 
reaching the lost. You are at a marker moment. God has drawn a line in the sand. He says, come on over. So come on over. I was supposed to have, uh, we tried to get them here, tent pegs. I bought 250 tent pegs. I was going to have them up here, but they didn't show up. Amazon didn't make it. <laughs> COVID, right? So, <laughs> right. But um, I asked Pastor Ryan to have them next week uh, when they, when you have service, to have them up here. I want you to take Isaiah 54. And I hear the Spirit of the Lord. I heard him say to you, Sarasota, stake your claim. Sarasota, stake your claim. Victory, stake your claim for my kingdom. Take the stake and drive it into the ground. Drive it where the Lord says. Whether it's for your family, whether it's for your home, whether it's, you know, wherever the Lord will show you at your work. Wherever. Stake your claim. He may take you to a different city. He may say, drive it in here. He may take you to Washington, D.C. or Tallahassee or, you know, city, the uh, council downtown, wherever. Stake your claim. Or to an Indian reservation. Amen. But stake your claim. So hopefully Amazon will have them here by next week. <laughs> but, um, yeah. yeah. Love you. Bless you. Russ, Kim, Shekinah, do you all have any words that you feel like the Lord's brewing to release in the house tonight? Okay, come, Russ, or uh, Kim, all of you, all y'all, all y'all, come. You're getting younger. I love that word, though. I'm only 58, so, uh, but I'm getting younger. Hey, you got it. Um, thank you all of you. Thank you for, for just your love, for pouring into us. I, I don't want to take a long time. During prayer, before service over here, I kept hearing the word shift. And the picture I saw was a sports car and the gears are winding, whining and grinding because it's time to shift. But things are not yet aligned. That was the past. But when everything is aligned, it slips right into gear and there is automatic acceleration. And I, I also heard the Lord say this, I'm bringing networks to make your nets work. There is a networking of the body of Christ in this region, but there's also a networking of other apostolic fathers and mothers. It's not going to be just local churches, so that's great. It's going to be other apostolic fathers and mothers and visionaries that you're going to link in this region, but also for the call to the nations. I also heard the Lord say, some of you know what this is, some of you don't, but years ago in Kansas City, where we were mentored, um, with a man named Paul Kane, he had a vision of what was called Shiloh. Shiloh was a place, part of it, one of my friends worked with Paul Kane during that time, Shiloh was a place where not only was a training place for the apostles and prophets, the fivefold ministry to the nations, 
but it was also a place where leaders and government, business, etc., could come to encounter the Lord in the presence of the Lord and the word of the Lord. During worship, I felt the Lord say, this is called to be a place of Shiloh. I'm not saying you've got to repeat Paul Cade's vision, but there's a uniqueness. You're going to go out, but they're going to come in because there is a city of refuge anointing in this area for the days that are ahead. Um, and, and so, and then one final thing, years ago, Rick Joyner, um, he said that we're in a different shift. We're no longer just training up foot soldiers to go out and take ground. It's the day of the special forces. That is what this house is. It's a special forces training and sending center. Amen. Kim, Shekinah, anything specific? You know, one thing, I think that the Lord is the one who sets the ones that are brought in here on your board, their board members, because God knows exactly what you need. And we need to listen to them because they have authority here. They have authority here. I don't know how many of y'all remember the first time we met Bobby Samuel. I had had a dream the night before. I didn't even know his name, but I had had a dream the night before, which totally confuzzled me. And in the dream, what I had seen was I saw my eye doctor in fourth grade, my fourth grade eye doctor in Kansas City. And I saw him and he was taking glasses and he was putting them on um, Pastor Brian, Pastor Bryn, and a lot of you, he was putting on these glasses and all of a sudden you could see clearly. And it was like, wow, I didn't even know that was there. Wow, look at that. I can see so clear. And then, so I, I'm thinking, why on earth am I having a dream about my eye doctor from fourth grade? I mean, that is weird. Well, I come into the service the next night, and um, I didn't even know about this. And um, Pastor Brian says, hey, I'm so glad that my great friend and a leader here, Bobby Samuel, is here. I nearly fell out of my chair. Because my eye doctor in Kansas City in fourth grade was named Bobby Samuel. So I feel like you can actually take that for all of the board members. They are here and God is using them to put glasses on you so you can see clearly and see this way and that way and see things that have never, you've never seen before. And God says if you will honor them if you will honor them and see the authority on their life, they can all be like a Bobby Samuel. They can put glasses on you and you're going to see more clearly and see which way to go. The other thing I was going to share was just a few days ago, I had a dream and I don't exactly understand all the ins and outs of it, but I know God was speaking and I feel like somehow it's connected here because it was right when we were with you guys and I didn't have a chance to share this um, last week when we were here. But in the dream, what I saw was this. I didn't realize it, but I was pregnant in the dream. Now, Thank you, Jesus, that I'm really not pregnant up here, so you don't have to worry about that. But I was, I was pregnant, but somehow I did not realize it. And then all of a sudden, we realize we are going into labor. I mean, it is time, and it's 
painful. It is painful. But all of a sudden, I'm thinking, why didn't we prepare? Have we prepared the nursery? Have we done all the things that we need to do? And yet, I'm pregnant, and I'm going into labor. But all of a sudden, me and Russ are just right there. And I feel this is for you as well. So I'm in labor, and we're having this baby. And I mean, it's just something else. And then, I mean, this painful, painful birth. But finally, we have this baby. And, um, and we look at the baby, and now we, we, the baby's here. And I say, okay, what are we going to name it? And, and Russ looks at me, he goes, we're going to name the baby Diamond Wheel. And I'm thinking, that is, that's the weirdest name I've ever heard. And I could see a picture, a vision of a steering wheel, and it was covered with diamonds. And the Lord said this, it is time, it is time. I'm bringing the baby here, and I am going to steer you. But you know how diamonds are made? Heat and pressure. Heat and pressure. But it makes a gorgeous, gorgeous gym in the end. And so that steering, that steering with the diamond wheel. And I looked at Russ and I said, okay, well, you think it's diamond wheel. I think the name should be miraculous. So the baby should be named miraculous. And I think the Lord is saying this. It is time to see the miraculous come into this place in a deeper and a heavier way than we've ever seen before. The birthing is coming. You're in labor now. You're in labor now. And the Lord says, get that nursery ready because you're going to see great things. I saw a couple of things over your church. The first thing I heard was a saying. And it was, if you say yes to extraordinary things, he will open extraordinary doors. Amen. And then um, the other thing I saw is I saw an airplane, and it was sputtering. It was still running, but it was running really, really low and sputtering. And I saw as um, a Holy Spirit wind came, and the plane started to accelerate, but it didn't just fly uh, where it was supposed to go. It actually started to soar into space. So, Father, we want to say thank you for this house, this family, Lord, all that they mean to us. Lord, we receive the word of the Lord over our lives. Lord, we're getting younger. I'll get spiked hair and pointier shoes. We speak blessing over our family and our friends. And, Lord, your chosen sons and daughters. Amen. Praise the Lord. How y'all doing? You can only sit for so long. How's your butt? Ask somebody next to you, how's your butt? I'm kidding. Just relax. Just kidding. Go ahead and stand up real quick. Just stretch. Do a quick stretch. Yeah. Now move to the left. Five steps. Now move to the right. No. All right. Let's be seated. You can be seated in heavenly places. <laughs> this has been a powerful night. Did that help you? Just a little stretch? Yeah, yeah, I figured you needed that. Let's focus. Two more minutes. I mean, really focus. Really focus. Don't be distracted.
if you are in this room and you don't know the Lord, you need to know him now. Now. Today is the day of salvation. I don't know everyone in this room. There's a lot of family here. There's a lot of family that couldn't be here tonight that are online. But I don't know everybody in this room. There could be people watching online tonight. You don't know the Lord. And boy, He loves you. He loves you. Whoever you are in this place, He loves you. And if you hear the voice of the Father tonight, do not harden your heart from Him. Receive His Son, Jesus. Receive Him. He is Lord. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And no man comes to the Father except through Him. There is no other way. It's not Hare Krishna. It's not Buddha. It's not Islam. It's not some demonic moon god. It's Jesus. Jesus. And He is going to return very soon, just as He promised. Just as He promised. He's faithful and true. He will come for his bride. Tonight, if you don't know the Lord and your heart is burning on the inside of you, I implore you, this is the night to say, Lord, I give you my life. I want a few people quietly, quietly, just to pray with me right now for souls in this room. Pray with me for souls in this room. And this is where the Holy Spirit moves through. Holy Spirit, release the love of the Father and the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ right now. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, the grace that comes in and wipes out and removes sin. That delivers from sin. That delivers from addiction. That delivers from torment or trauma from the past. In the name of Jesus, that you would transform lives this night, that the blood of Jesus would be poured over lives tonight. Even if that is you, tonight, I, I, I want to just help you in this moment, just help you, that you could pray a prayer like this. Jesus, I believe in you. I give you my life. I give you my soul this night. I believe in you. I believe you are the Son of God. I believe that you were given by the Father. I believe that you died for me. And that God, your Father, raised you from the dead for me so that I would have everlasting life in you. You need to pray that tonight. If you would believe upon him, you will be saved. If you will believe in your heart and you will confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus Christ, you will be saved. For it's with the heart a person believes unto righteousness, and it's with the mouth. Confession is made unto salvation. You have to believe it in your heart, and then you confess him with your mouth. Lord, I make you the Lord of my life. If you're in here tonight, I'm trying to, I'm trying to take you to Jesus. Pray that prayer tonight. Do not harden your heart from God. Do not harden your heart. Yes, Lord.
So I want to do one more thing. I want you to put your hands out in front of you, if you would. Just every one of you, just put your hands out in front of you. Wow, this is different. It's okay. Different is good. And this is it is just like if, if I was, if it was Christmas time, and I, and I looked at this box, this wonderful box with a beautiful bow, and I'm like, ah, this one's for Philip Pella, my buddy. Philip, it's going to be an incredible, awesome shirt, you know, before you even, before you even unwrap it, if I'm going to give it to you, you're going to know it's a killer shirt from Brian. But it's just like Christmas time, that a gift is placed in your hands. There's, there's a distribution of gifts tonight from the Holy Spirit and from the angels that are moving in this place tonight, that you would receive gifts and surprises. So Lord, Right now, just release the gifts, release the gifts, release revelation, release wisdom, release counsel, release understanding, release surprises, release prosperity, release healing, miracles, release generational release and freedom to those that are here. Lord, while they're sitting here, a generational release of freedom running through their bloodline through their families, their brothers, their sisters, aunts and uncles, nieces and nephews, Lord, nieces and nephews, that you destroy every bondage, Lord. You are the king. Hallelujah. That baby sounds so beautiful. Ha, 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 Remember what we just prayed? It's time to give birth. Are you, are you alive? Are you, are you hearing that? ha, 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 ha. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Gifts. Gifts. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So, Lord, we ask you tonight, by the Holy Spirit, set on fire the gifts that are within every man and woman of God in here. Set the gifts on fire and let them emerge to the top and be used to magnify Jesus in everything. We pray it. Amen. And amen. Cody, oh, you're standing up. I was going to say, how's your butt? <laughs> Man, we've, we've been up here a while, haven't we? <laughs> so some of you have been like, dear God, like when is this church going to end? It's only going to get better. She's holding it better. <laughs> oh, man, if I could stick you in a DeLorean and fire that sucker up to 88 miles per hour, I could take you to some places, man, when I wasn't getting out of church till 2 and 3 in the morning. People were crawling out of the building under the power of God. Just crawling out of the building under the power of God. Let me tell you. <laughs> hey, Victory, where we're going, we don't need roads. <laughs> okay, some of you that you've never watched Back to the Future, I feel sorry for you. Listen. We really love you. We really love you. It's been a powerful, powerful night. Steve, we love you. You're such a gift to the family. We love Tanya. 
We love Samuel, Hannah, Daniel, Rachel, Rebecca, Ruru, Ruru. Give her a big hug from us. Bobby, you're such a gift to us. We love you. We love you, you and Jess, Kaylee, Evan, Juan Rivera. Oh, you're such a gift. You and Deidre. We just celebrate the Riveras, Lord. We just send your fire and glory to Youngstown. We declare, Lord, over Youngstown, over Victory Christian Center, your fire and your glory and the kiss of God and the love of the Father, the love of the Father just deluging that church and that entire region. We just declare a saturation, Lord, of your presence for awakening and a reformation, Lord, of that entire region for Ohio. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Hallelujah. What do you feel? What do you feel? Do we, do, what do you feel, Mark? Do you think we should release the prayer team? What do you feel? I'm just kind of curious if we should release or, or are we done tonight? Just kind of trying to feel it. All right, so those of you on our, our prayer team, why don't you ready yourself? You know what that means? Grab a nice breath, man. <laughs> Let's get ready. Let's minister to some folks tonight. If you got children, go get them. You're, you're dismissed. This is your formal benediction. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. <laughs> we love you. Hey, we love the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. <laughs> One of these days, I'm going to come with a long flowing robe and a tall hat. It's going to be powerful. Just kidding. <laughs> I want our prayer team to get ready. If you need prayer tonight for anything, we want to minister to you. Prayer team, come. Prayer team, come. If you need prayer for anything tonight, we want to minister to you. Good night, everybody. We love you. We're not in a hurry to leave. If you need prayer for anything, come. Good night, everybody. Thank you for listening to Victory Church of His Presence Sermon of the Week. For more information, go to our website at victoryfla.com or download the Victory FLA app.